Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Hello. That was probably the most professional intro we have done on the show at Scent Church or Scent Church Volusia. Um, and eventually, hopefully, maybe, kind of, but in a weird way, Practically Christian Podcast. Like, eventually, maybe we could have our own Facebook page. I think we could do that. I mean, we do have 10 weeks off. Well, and we know it's free, so I guess it could happen. Could happen. Miracles happen. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, but actually, and it's funny that we talk about Facebook, because today's topic it came is from, from Facebook. a Facebook user. Right. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we put out, you know, if there's anything you want to hear discussed on the show, hit me up. Let me know. Text me, PM me, IM me, something DM else. Me. Anything that involves the M, mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the responses was... Christian yoga and... Not Christian yoga. Christian weight loss. Christian weight loss. That's right. Now, we're going to go into a whole bunch of other things, you know, because does the Bible actually talk about weight loss? I think so. I think it does in a lot of places. Yeah. And and there's a lot more that goes into maybe that. Not those, maybe not in those words, but yes. But not in those words. <laughs> but, so, and I know who you are. You know who you are. We know I'm who not, you are. I'm not going to call you out in front of all... 20 listeners right nope. now. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Mom. Thanks, Mom. Because I know you're just hitting replay, Mom. You're so sweet. And, and I thank you so much because when I look at the stats and I see that your city has come up <laughs> 41 times on the same podcast, I just count that as 41 different listeners in your city. Yes. Right? But we know it's you. <laughs> anyway... So, what does the Bible have to say about this? How can we practically apply some of this stuff to the practically Christian about Christian weight loss? Because I know Mm. that the person that sent this in wasn't even probably being serious. But they sent it in anyway. So, we're going to do it. Yep, we take it serious. So, there's a couple of different places we can go right off the bat. So, 1 Timothy 4.8. Paul is talking to Timothy. He's writing a letter to Timothy. Mm -hmm. And Timothy is a young pastor. He doesn't have a lot of experience. And he probably has a lot of questions for Paul. And Paul's his mentor, correct? Uh, Paul is actually his father in the faith, to quote Paul. So, Paul is probably the one that even led him into the faith. Okay. And is now teaching him everything that he knows about pastoring. Okay. And in this verse, he goes, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Now, let's go ahead and off the bat. Paul also tells Timothy, Mm -hmm. hey, you know that thing that's going on with your belly? Drink some wine so you can feel better. And it's very important that we see this because what Paul is doing is going, Timothy, you're not going to be able to help people if you can't help yourself. Right. You have to be physically well. Right. And and does that mean I need to have um, my rock hard eight abs? Sure. No. Yeah, for you it probably does. <laughs> you're probably like, look, it's in the Bible. It is in the Bible. I remember what you looked like when I first met you. Please go back to oh, that. 18 years ago. 
And you know what? Like, I don't know. If it wasn't such hard work, anyway. <laughs> just, just keep going. <laughs> but, but what Paul is talking about there is, hey, you need to take care of this. And even though this body isn't going to last forever. Right. How can you even stop and go, hey, look, you know, you're going to go do God's work when you're too sick or too infirmed or not well enough to go do anything. Or you just don't feel good. Right. And then in 1 Corinthians, you know, spread out through the whole chapter, Paul is giving all these metaphors. So the two we're going to discuss are in uh, chapter 6 and chapter 9. Okay. So in chapter 6 is the famous, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Mm. And although Paul isn't necessarily talking about working out at this point, Mm -hmm. what he is doing is going, stop filling your body with garbage, with all the pleasures of this world, because that's what was going on in the Corinthian church. Right. And he's going, you know, take pride in what you have. He's not like, I'm not going to get into the whole other aspect of temple and, you know, versus worship. Right. But in a smaller scale, yeah, that's exactly what Paul is saying. You were not your own. You were bought for a price. So glorify God in your body. They were doing some pretty messed up things in the church at Corinth. Right. Like they would have these love feasts that were just what you think they were. Like they were these huge feasts where they would just eat all this food, drink all this alcohol, and And do whatever they chose to do. And love. And Paul is going, look, man, that's not even your body anymore. Take care of it. Right. Do what's right with it. And then... In 1 Corinthians 9, he goes through and he's he's illustrating this point about runners running the race, but only one receives the prize. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets a trophy? So, Sorry. <laughs> Paul was not dealing with millennial Christians. Just okay? mm-hmm. As a millennial, yes, I think everybody needs to get a trophy. You are kidding, right? Absolutely. Especially because I always came in first, so I, I was, was like... I was going to say, that's not even funny. Why give them a trophy? They, like, they showed up. Well, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Best word. I've, I've lived my whole life on that. Oh, boy. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You'd be second or third or you could even be fifth. Anyway, Sorry, we watch a lot of movies. <laughs> anyway. But every athlete exercised self-control in all things. Now, as an athlete, as someone who played sports the majority of my life... Did I have to exercise self-control in all things? Yeah, if I wanted to stay at the peak of my performance. Right. Does that mean I did not sit down and eat four Big Macs at a time? Nope, because I saw you do it. Many times. Now I'm paying for it now, because apparently your metabolism does slow down as you get older. (laughs) But they do it to receive a perishable wreath. So what he's saying is they do all this hard work to get something that, you know, is going to go away anyway. But we work for the imperishable. So what we work for is eternal life, is that eternal things with God. I think about, like, when you talk about that, I think about a missionary, I guess, like Paul and Timothy. And if they are not taking care of themselves, the effects it could have on what they're supposed to be doing. Right? Absolutely. And and let me finish real quick. So he goes, Oh, I'm sorry. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. Mm. But I discipline my body and keep it under control, Mm -hmm. least after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Now, 
There are other implications to what Paul is talking about in those verses. Okay. However, he is talking about, I keep my body, the things I do, I keep under control. Right. So, if he drank wine, he didn't drink to get drunk. He just drank wine. Well, I mean, I I don't want to speculate on that. (laughs) I'm just making a possible example. Knowing some of the things about Paul's life, I may have wanted to drink to forget. Yep. You know, all those beatings and stonings and Mm -hmm. um, all the murders that he commissioned. Like, you may want to forget some of that stuff. However, what he is saying is... You need to have some kind of self-control. You need to, you know, get to a point when you're eating to go, I am full. Right, not stuffed. And although I could eat more, it is possible, but I can stop now. I can push away from the table. Right. And I know to some people listening, that is going to sound very oxymoronish. Coming from me, the reigning wing champion of men's wing nights. Because that's awful. I can push through that pain. But what you're saying is that that's not okay. Right. And and it's not like I eat like that all the time to begin with. I mean. Honey, I'm not saying you do. I'm not trying to justify <laughs> myself. I'm just saying, like, that's not something that you should be doing every single day. No. And, and, and in fact, like, that, but that transfers over to so many other parts mm-hmm. of of your Christian walk. Like. You know, Paul is also going to say in in 1 Corinthians, you know, in chapter 10, he's going to say, you know, all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. Right. Am I going to lose my salvation because I eat too much? No. No. But does that mean I need to constantly be just shoving stuff down my throat? Gorging food and being gluttonous. No, that's not what he's saying either. Um, So when it comes to the Christian. Does that mean that everything we do, we need to eat, like, you know, go on these weird diets? You didn't even know what it was called. You were going to try to say paleo, weren't you? Okay, no. I wasn't going to say paleo, but I didn't want want it to come out like I'm trying to call out any specific diet. No. Paleo? Primo? Atkins. Or primal? What's the other one? The keto? Whatever. (laughs) That's what Steven Seagal studies, Whatever. Hakito? No, not a keto. Keto. I don't... They all, whatever. Whatever. Like the, the gardener from the OJ trial? Not Kato, no. Oh. Isn't that a clothing store, Kato? Oh my gosh, yes. Rabbit trail! Yes, and that's what you're doing, you're rabbit trailing. Sorry, guys. Um, I personally prefer just to portion control, drink a lot of water, and lift weights. I agree. Like, I don't... I, I think the Bible is going to go ahead and encourage you, hey, be a good steward of what God's given you. But even like with strength training, I think about our walk with Jesus and strength training our minds and our hearts with scripture and, you know, you can't get stronger if you're not doing anything. You're not going to get stronger. Right. Even even in podcasts we've done, how many illustrations have we given about going to the gym? Like A lot. You know, we have a... A church series coming up, like, you know, where we're going to go through, like, what is the history of the church, like, briefly, and and why it is so valuable to belong to a local church, mm-hmm. um, because, seriously, those seem to be, like, those hot, but, like, I, I see so many people who are like, give me scriptural reference 
for church mm. and why we go to church. And, and when I'm not going to get into it right now, even though I really, really, really want to. I know. I see your face um, getting red. But how many times have we talked about, like, you know, you don't go to, you don't go to the gym, you're not going to get stronger. And you can't just go one time and then go, yep, I'm good. Right. I mean, that's... You're not going to have one salad and lose weight. And you're not going to have one hamburger and gain weight. That's true. <laughs> Very true. But it, it goes back to that bigger point. You know, if if I'm not taking care of my body, because let's be honest, until cybernetics get to that point, and to quote Ricky Bobby again... Oh, boy. You know, with the advances in modern science and my high level of income, it's not crazy to think that I could live to be a 150, 200 years old. <laughs> but until science oh actually catches up to that point and until my income actually catches up to that point. It won't, honey. <laughs> wow, just like knock me. You need to take care of what God has given you because you only got one of them. Right. Like my dad growing up, um, he hurt his back when he was younger and... And like he used to tell me that all the time. You only get one chance to be to be dumb, you know. Because once you do that, oops, you may not. There's be no, able, yeah. Right? There's no going back. I mean, I'm I'm relatively young, and because of the sports and the weightlifting and stuff like that, you know, I do have various issues with like my shoulders or right. you know, no cartilage. And you know, some of that could be genetic. Some of that could have been sports. Some of that, but if I don't take care of myself, in fact. You know, that that's what the doctors have told me. You right. know, if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to move. And if right. I can't move, guess what I can't go do? I can't go do the mission of God. Right. I can't go tell people about Jesus. I can't, you know, do any of this if I'm sitting here going, I can't move because I don't take care of myself. And some people don't like working out, but I think God designed our bodies in such a way that we need to move. And I, we feel better. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to have a gym membership no. and go work out and sculpt muscle. And not at all. What I am saying is we need to be conscious of what we're doing. Be a good steward of what you have. Your time, your energy, your effort. What are you pouring into? Are you filling your kids with hamburgers and french fries every day? Or maybe once a week. And then having some chicken and vegetables. Maybe some brown rice. These are just some ideas. one. It's not how you say it. How do you say it? I don't know. I think it's I think it's quinoa. Alright, Jesse, if you could give us a ruling on this because I don't eat seeds. So if I might eat rice, I might eat rice. It, like, it kinda of tastes like rice. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Somebody said it was called quinoa. I'm I, going I with don't that know. One. That's my favorite. Right I don't there. know. I don't I have no idea. But with the with the last couple of minutes we have left, just because I do get a lot of people ask me about this too. So, is Christian yoga wrong? And I don't know why I said it that way. Neither do I. Okay, so, and and the question I ask everybody else, so, are you saying stretching is wrong because... No, I think what they're asking is there are some, like, stances and some moves that you do in yoga that, like, you're, like... Standing tall to the sun and you're the tree and it's it's kind of like, what is that, universalism? Where you're like one with the earth? 
Um, no, that would be more like pantheism. Okay, that's what I'm, that's, that's what. God is in everything. That is what I'm talking about. That's what I think. If you're doing something that's trying to reorient your chakra or your, your third eye or your Absolutely, that's not That's not okay. Stop doing that. Oh, I stretch every single day. However, and pardon my ignorance because I've never done yoga. Yes. But if all you're doing is breathing and stretching exercises, Mm -hmm. what's so wrong about that? And it builds muscle and it, it relaxes you and all right well let's not go into a full-on infomercial i'm just saying it's really 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 good to have good deep stretch now you don't have to have the incense burning or the weird music or lights down now some people would say the christian music is the weird music (laughs) (laughs) well there is something called holy yoga again i just go just go stretch with all that i am and and so, but that that's the answer I give everyone. Like, is what you're doing bringing you and the people around you closer to Christ or right. moving you What's away from Christ? What's your heart behind it? Are you looking, like you said, to set your third eye or fix your chakra or whatever? Your whatever, chi? Whatever. Quoting Dragon Ball Z. Mumbo Jumbo. Whatever. Kamehameha! Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Okay. <laughs> But, like, even with that, like, is it wrong to watch cartoons that they throw energy blasts out? Okay, we don't need to talk about that right now. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's wrong to watch it. I'm not throwing energy blasts out of my hands, though. Like, No. So, is weight loss important? Absolutely. But what, what we're really saying is the most important thing there. Weight loss for health is important. Is, well, you don't have to be perfectly shaped and modeled. No. To be a Christian. You don't have to have that nine pack that Bat- Lego Batman brags about. You don't have to have all that stuff. However. Right. You should yeah, take care of, of what you got. Because right. you only get one body. And, you know, unfortunately you are what you eat. You put garbage in, you're going to get garbage out. Right. So until next week, I encourage you to take a look at your life. And, and maybe this isn't something you struggle with. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. But if it is, what steps could you do? Like maybe it is changing your diet. Maybe it is going, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go walk, you know, three times a week or I'm going to go paddle around in the kayak or the canoe or whatever the case may be and, and go do and, you know, take care of what you have because you don't get more than one. Right. And if you have any other ideas, again, hit us up on Facebook. I mean, we have a, a whole bunch of other content coming our way, but... I have absolutely no problem making special exceptions if there's something you really want to hear discussed on the show. So until then, please share. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If I didn't say it already, please share. Share. Um, If you could share this episode um, and share this episode, right? Thank you for sharing this episode. (laughs) So until next week. Keep running the race set before you. That's good. That was good. Right? Yeah, that was good. And we love you. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to scent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.